You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room, presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Inside the Rock Room. 205-342-9904 is the number. You got eight dollars behind the glass. If you give him a call, he'll patch you right in to the show with us this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for our show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download, refresh, whatever you need to do that Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. And you can take us with you anywhere you go. Day show Kevin Skarbinski, who joins us every Tuesday, will join us uh, at 7.30. And then the uh, president of the AHSAA, uh, who just finished up the uh, state uh, tournament up in Legacy Arena, uh, crowning 14 state champions, seven uh, girls and seven boys. Alvin Briggs will join us at 8.15. So if you have a question you want us to ask, uh, Alvin, you can email it to me or, uh, call it into, uh, aid there. We'll sh- be sure to get that on the air. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for Building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is close to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. With that being said, I'll bring Dad into the show. Good morning. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay. <clears throat> he slept in a car. He didn't have any money. He was broke. How would you like to sleep in a car? Uh, that's no fun. Yesterday, the franchise tag was put on him, Josh Jacobs. And, uh, for the franchise tag, 10, 10 million, 91,000. I don't know if that's the total price of what he gets, but he's not, he can, <clears throat> he can buy a bigger car to sleep in. And you know, I like to see guys who sucked him up and stayed with it and did what he could do. And, um, I want to say, Barry can correct me. I, I want to say that somebody called one of the coaches. So they got a guy in Oklahoma that can really play, and nobody's recruiting him much. And that may be exact, not exact, but it's it's similar to what was said. And they got they got a telephone call about him, uh, went out and or whatever they did, and saw him and liked him. And sometimes when another when you're not recruited by somebody else, you walk away from him. There's something wrong with this guy if nobody's recruiting him. And um, so congratulations to him, great deal, Brandon Miller. Uh, player of the year and freshman of the year. Uh, congratulations to him on what he has accomplished on that basketball court. Javon Quinley was the sixth man, first time he put in this year. Uh, sixth man of the year in the SEC and certainly deserving. So Sunbelt last night, Louisiana beat uh, South Alabama, so they're out. Furman got in. They won. Uh, UCLA has moved up some to number two. Um, right now in the coaches' poll, 
Uh, Alabama is uh, number five, and Kansas is number four. Both of them lost. And in the AP poll, Alabama is number four, Kansas is number three, and Purdue is number five. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Houston uh, stands to be number one uh, over all of it. Uh, <clears throat> LSU baseball team is number one in the country. Um, a lot of good teams in the league. Alabama's 18th, Tennessee's 2, Florida's 6. Doesn't mean anything, but uh, uh, Arkansas's 8, Daniel Bill's 9. <clears throat> LSU baseball is good, so is Alabama baseball, regardless of who they play. Uh, if you like to spend money on basketball recruiting, uh, Kentucky's number 1, Texas A&M's number 2, LSU's number 3, Alabama's number 4. Operating expenses are a little bit different. Um, I won't go into all that because that's about really all I have. Alvin Briggs is coming on. Good, Barry, an opportunity to ask the questions that maybe some of you have questioned and some of the things that Barry has questioned. We're not here. We're not here to, to you know, to to ruffle feathers. We're here to try to get somebody on that we've talked about some on our show, and um, that's all I got. All right. Uh, last week uh, at the combine, Dad. It- Came out, a lot of guys that were there, defensive guys, uh, were asked about Pete Goldie. And, a lot, of uh, a lot of these people in this area here, and even on these radio shows here, don't know anything about coaching, have been very no. critical of Pete Goldie. And I look, I like to listen to what the players, uh, I do, say. Dude. DJ I Dale, uh, said, uh, coach, coach Pete definitely got a bad rap a lot of times. But him being the person that he is, he is selfless. So there could be times where we wouldn't, where we would completely mess up the call, but he would take the blame for it. A lot of times when we messed up on, on the defense, it was because we didn't execute and, and not because he didn't put us in the right call. Um, by the way, uh, folks, that's the players talking. Yeah, they so play, Byron, you don't. Byron Young said, I think I heard about, about the fans criticism. I think I heard about it. But I think it came from a lot of people who weren't aware of what actually goes into playing football, he said Wednesday. I think you go on social media and there's a million coaches, but none of them are in Alabama. So what they say really doesn't matter uh, to me. And here's what Henry Toa Toa said. Pete Golding was my dog. I don't remember him as a coach. I consider him a close, close brother. Me and him have had relationships to where I could call him for anything. I could go over to his house and grab a bite to eat when I'm struggling. Uh, and so these guys, and so then just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say the guy's name, but dad and I were at the AHSAA, uh, playoffs and I saw a good friend of mine used to be an analyst under Nick Saban and I asked him about Pete Golded. He rant and raved about Pete Golded. He said, you know what? A lot of the problem is, is Coach don't know how to coach defensive backs anymore. Some of the techniques and stuff that he uses, he said Pete was a genius. He did a great job, but, uh, but, you know, his hands are tied on certain things there. And all I hear is people criticizing this guy. These are the guys that he coached and they didn't win the national championship and they didn't achieve. A lot of times that you blame people there. I thought it, to me, it said a lot what the players say and then that, some sure. other guy that worked with Pete Golding that had no idea this article was out that trust me enough to give me his true feelings. 
He ranted about, raved about the guy, but yet the people in this town and on these stations here basically tried to run the guy out of town. Uh, your thoughts about that? Oh, my thoughts are 100% with you on that one. I'll tell you right now, it's absolutely ridiculous. When the players feel like it, that he put them in most of the time the right position, you never, you're never perfect and they just didn't perform. And it, it's, uh, you know, we got, we got, um, a lot of people who felt that way, who I was around some uh, down in Gulf Shores when the coaches met uh, and played golf and so forth. He he was uh, very very good, and he'll be a, he'll do a darn good job at Ole Miss. Ole Miss won't have the people that Alabama has to to coach, and so if they don't do great, everybody'll go crazy on that. Players win games, and coaches help them win games. But uh, it all comes back back to Tennessee game. That's all. That's all it does. It comes back to the Tennessee game. They wear. They'll wear your fanny out about the Tennessee game. So there you are. The players liked him. The guys that coached with him liked him, and none of the fans did. So whatever. Uh, and also at the Underwear Olympics, uh, because of the testing and how tall Bryce Young was, or how small he was. Now they're trying to say this quarterback from Florida, because he tests because he can jump. And the guy at uh, Kentucky, Levis, and the guy at Florida may move ahead well, of Bryce Young. Guys, turn the tape on. The guy at Florida is <laughs> Well, the, the problem you have is that nobody gets the quarterbacks right to start with. They have you, you talk about people judging people. The people who have judged people for their teams in the NFL have 99, 9-10% made a mistake. Oh, by the way, somebody did uh, uh, get Bart Starr one time in the 30th round or something, and he he wasn't bad. They don't they 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 have the worst time picking quarterbacks, and the reason for that is the staff among themselves at each school argues with each other, and the quarterback coach and and the, and the uh, backfield coach they they argue with each other. And the head coach comes in, they can't fight, they can't get, and they they look up hit on somebody. But uh, but I think it's more than that. I think when you have somebody as good as Bryce Young, you try to find something wrong with him. You, you don't talk about all the great things he does. You try to find let's find. There's got to be something wrong. He's only five ten. Well, they come out with an article that's saying that you did did Coach Saban uh, uh, put all the players a little bit taller than they really were. <laughs> that was a stupid article. It doesn't matter. Like I, I've watched Bryce Young play over many games. I haven't seen anybody hit him yet. You can't well, get him. Just, yeah, just measure him and get. If you don't like him, and turn the page and go to somebody else. Because Anthony Richardson tested better at the combine, and Will Levis, you're going to take this. If if somebody takes one of those two guys over Bryce Young, they ought to be fired. They ought to be, be fired. So but. I thought you played football. Like, watch the tape. Alabama played a pretty good schedule. They played against pretty good people there. And I just don't, I don't understand. Um, maybe they won't. Maybe that's just talk. But I, th- those kind of things just blow my mind. Uh, that, uh, well, it's also when you're always, always a little bit prejudiced towards somebody. If you're not, if you're a Kentucky fan, you're not singing the praises of their, of their quarterback. Of course, he got hurt. And uh, Florida didn't go anywhere but down. So, um, I don't know. And it's the same thing with Brandon Miller. Let's find something negative to say about him. Let's don't look at it. Maybe maybe he didn't know. Let's, let's all of a sudden go to the negative side of it. Uh, and that's what they do. 
of course, totally different scenario, but with Bryce Young, no, he's so good. Let's find something to be critical of him about. And so, okay, it's going to be how tall he is. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens when the draft comes in, but it did just look for a reason, uh, to, to run this kid down. All right. Phone lines are open 205-342-9904. Royal Barry. Yes. Barry. Yes. Ohio State practice day in, day out, day in, day out with Joe Burrow. And didn't like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Georgia kept trying to replace Stetson Bennett and kept trying to get him out of there and couldn't. Yeah. Uh, they kept trying to find somebody better and they actually did start a guy over him and then he couldn't do it and Stetson just kept coming back and winning the job. So whatever. Royal cleaners pick up and deliver. They're making life easy for you. Take all the cleaning with you to work, school, wherever you dial 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you, pick up all the laundry, get it cleaned up and deliver it right back. You're going to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in Northport or 4851 Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, give them a call. 205-391-0034. You're listening to Tide 100.9. This is home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Downs of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, but it is foggy in spots around the area, so do drive carefully. And if you see conditions, just give me a call. Here's a super manager special at Towns and Nissan, $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Towns and Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning as rush hour gets underway this morning. You need to be aware there is thick fog in the area. Visibility's down to less than a quarter mile in some spots. Turn your headlights on low beams. Give extra space between you and the car in front of you. And also, if you have not left home yet, allow a little extra time en route to work. The fog should burn off about 9 o'clock. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another warm day today, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, a small chance of a shower this afternoon and tonight. The high today, 80, tonight's low, 47. Much cooler tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of rain by mid to late afternoon. Tomorrow's high at 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Eli Gold, Chris Stewart, and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Oh, Southern Star, how I wish you would shine and show me the way to get home. Well, I'm blue collar brand. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then 
Believe me, you don't want to go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is closest to you. All right, uh, Doug Bell yesterday said something that Jim Nance said, and I think Doug was partially right. Um, Houston, if they are the over, number one overall seed, they can choose which uh, bracket they want to be in, and I would think that they would pick the South. Uh, be sure of that. Well, let me finish. Uh, they would pick the South, uh, but they still could put Alabama in their pod in Birmingham, and they could put Houston in their pod in Birmingham as well. So you don't have to take all the teams in the South and put them in Birmingham. It's when you get to the Sweet 16 as to where it, where it would matter. So Alabama will still, in my opinion, play in Birmingham, and I think Houston will be there as well. So you'd have t- two, eight, and nine teams uh, in Birmingham and two number ones and then two sixteens. The, where the kicker is, if Houston were to, if, were to win, they would go to Louisville. That's where it would mess you up as an Alabama fan. If Alabama wins, I would think that they're going to go to New York, uh, because Kansas City is another place and I think Kansas will be ranked ahead of Alabama. Uh, as far as the number ones and the other one is UCLA, uh, and they're not going to send Alabama to Las Vegas. So I, my prediction is Alabama will play the first and second round in Birmingham. And if they win there and Houston is the number one, overall number one seed, Alabama will go to New York and play. Uh, uh I, I, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I, I would think that there would be a shot at that. I, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think, uh, you know, there's a shot. The SEC tournament is, only only thing the SEC tournament is going to do is put somebody in the tournament that has, uh, wasn't going to start with, and that's not going to happen this year. Yeah, so I, I could see Houston and Alabama being in Birmingham, I guess is my point. Um, but from there, um, I don't, they're not going to send you to Las Vegas and you're not going to go to Kansas City. So if you were to get out of Birmingham, then you'd go to New York. When they say New York, I'm assuming that means that they're in Madison Square Garden. I, I don't know if they're that or if they're in the, uh, Nets arena up there. I don't know if, if you could, uh, but that makes more sense to me. I don't, I, I do think Alabama will get to go down. Is there any way if Alabama were to go since that they struggled in, they did win. They struggled at South Carolina. They struggled against Auburn. They struggled, but they won. I think all that matters is a win. Is there any way Alabama could play themselves out of a number one if they lost the first round? Well, if they lost on Friday, is there any chance they could end up a two? Instead of, uh, a I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Alabama's going to, going to, you know, going to, uh, play a noon game. On Friday, and you know the odds are, then you know never go by the odds in tournaments, but the odds are Mississippi State. That's not exactly you know whatever, but uh, could be Mississippi State. They probably a little bit favored over Florida. Um, so I think Alabama's going to stay at number one. I don't know that. I don't know. You you look back at things and the way people are about thinking about things and about what's happened and about things. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Alabama should be a number one overall. Maybe you put a little bit of a question mark by it, but I, I would think they would be. 
Yeah, uh, and this, this poll, this bracketology came out this morning, still has Houston as a one, but has them going to Columbus, Ohio to play and then going to New York. So, um, I, I don't know if when Joe Lenardi does these, if the, if the, if the sites are correct, uh, it has Alabama now, uh, taking on Cleveland State, uh, in the first round. And then if they were to win that, they would play the winner. Of Illinois and West Virginia, do you see Illinois or West Virginia being a problem for for, no. team, for a team? You know who's coaching at Cleveland State, don't you? Uh, <laughs> I thought I, I called him every now and then to wish him luck. Oh he, yeah, my boy Danielle. Yeah, Danielle. Did Robinson. he win his? Uh, we coached Danielle at Arkansas Little Rock. Did he win his league? Is he already in? I don't have any idea. I didn't know that. I, when you said Cleveland State, I didn't know it. So I know I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a good while, but I did call and ask him how he was doing, coaching all those guys, and uh, we we had a nice talk. But I I, I haven't talked to him in a while. Uh, I need to do me a little research there, Aiden. Find out what league Cleveland State's in and see if they've had. <laughs> Had their tournament, but there's predicting them to win the tournament. Uh, I'm not even sure what league Cleveland State's in, but, uh, yeah, so that'd be, that'd be nice if Danielle came to, to Birmingham and, uh, took on Alabama. Uh, they're in the Horizon League. All right. When is their tournament? Do we know? Uh, and so it still has eight teams in Mississippi State in the play in game. Yeah. Um, I think that I, I studied it this morning. I'll, I'll reverse what I said. Um, now that it's over, I, I, they they'll probably will go to eight in the league. I'm a little bit surprised that maybe that Mississippi State was going to get in. I wasn't sure about. I thought Arkansas would, but more so than you did. Um, but I, I did think Mississippi State might not. So uh, after setting it this morning, look, looks like uh, looks like it could be it could be eight. Now a lot of this is going to depend. On the number that they have on upsets, uh, you know, there'd be some upsets in tournaments where instead of one team going or two teams going, three teams going, stuff like that. It, it really, it, um, you know, it's pretty, pretty hard. Yeah, uh, you know, the league that Gonzaga's in, they take the number one and number two, so they move them all the way to the semifinals, uh, and they both won last night, so. Uh, Gonzaga, I guess it's Santa Clara. They'll take on, is it Santa Clara? Yeah, the St. Mary's, I'm sorry, St. Mary's, they'll play in the championship game, uh, tonight. So they may, and that's not going to be a bid stitter because both those teams will be in the tournament. Yes. Uh, the Horizon League tournament is being played at Indiana Farmers Coliseum in Indianapolis and Cleveland State is going on to the finals. All right. So, the, so they'll play, uh, let's see if it's tonight. Is it tonight? Did, get, did, did Cleveland State get in? They're playing tonight in the championships. I oh, guess they're okay. predi- they're playing tonight. Uh, they're 21 and 12. Uh, they were 14 to 6 in the right. They're playing Northern Kentucky. They were co-conference champions with Northern and Kentucky. And I believe Northern Kentucky is coached by the guy that used to be here with Anthony Grant and his name just went right out of my head. Yeah, well, he was at Cincinnati. No, 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 no. Maybe Northern Kentucky is Darren Horns. Who's the coach at Northern Kentucky? Darren. Yep, Horn. Darren Horn. Darren Horn. Yeah, Darren Horn. It's coaching. All right, so we got Danielle against Darren Horn. So everybody that's listening to this show, we're going to pull for Cleveland State tonight uh, to knock off ESPN. Uh, Northern Kentucky is a one point. I need to send Danielle a, a text. Also, uh, 
an interesting game tonight in the championship will be Charleston taking on UNC Wilmington. That Charleston is 30 and 3. Now, I don't think they have yeah. a quad one win, but they're 30 and 3. If they lose tonight at 30 and 4, don't they deserve to get an NCAA tournament? Sure, sure. <laughs> but just I don't like, know. Just like there's a question mark on Florida Atlantic. Yeah. I don't know that they will, though. The, uh, I don't know either. The, the, and the, I hear South Alabama played a good game last night, but they lost to Bob Marlin and Louie. Yeah, they did. They lost. Do you know who Bob Marlin's assistant is? Not off the top of my head, I don't. Mike Murphy. Is, is, he is on. Work for me? Yeah, he's been there. And Gary Harris texted me that last night. And we're just talking now because nobody else cares. But he's been there for nine years. And I didn't even realize he was there. Mike Murphy worked for me at, where at uh, Alabama. Yeah, he was here. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway. That's great. Uh, so they're going on. I guess they, they knocked off South Alabama last night and they're moving on. Yeah, they did. Louisiana, Louisiana's in, in. Yeah. So, all right. We're going to take a break. Get Kevin in. First domain condos, the three bedroom, three and a half bath condominiums. Now these guys are filling up. And so you need to get out there and, and get one of these rented. If you tell them you heard it on inside the locker room, then you'll get one month free rent. And that's quite a deal. Stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, energy electric efficient appliances, internet and direct TV are provided. For free, ten foot ceilings, large patios with upper level river views, easy access to the Riverwalk gated property with security cameras. Located in the historic district of downtown Norport, they're two minutes of downtown, five to the University of Alabama. Once again, tell them you heard on the inside of the locker room. One month free rent. Two zero five six four seven seven four six five or go to First in Maine Condos dot com. This is Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide sports update. Alabama forward Brandon Miller has won SEC Player of the Year and SEC Freshman of the Year. The Alabama Crimson Tide softball team jumped to number 10 in this week's D1 softball rankings. Alabama baseball infielder Colby Shelton has won SEC Freshman of the Week. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, it's foggy out there, so please be careful. We've got a wreck on US 11 at 2059 northbound. You can expect delays. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry, only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night, I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure to define from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Build it. Build it to last. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, get to the Yellowwood Hotline. He's Director of Communications with the uh, Coach Safely Program. Also a freelance writer with the lead in AL.com. He was uh, working 
up at the playoffs at Legacy Arena, so I pretty much probably saw every game up there. Kevin Skarbinski. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Hey, Kevin. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm, uh, I feel like I'm trapped in the corner and I've got three, three, uh, six, eight guys and they're made completely of pollen surrounding me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my allergies, my allergies are kicking in. <laughs> I wanted to, to say to you, I thought you did a, a, a good job on your article. I, I read it twice. Um, I, I thought, I thought that you put a lot of thought into what you said because it was, it was, <clears throat> To be quite honest with you, it was, it was a little bit of a difficult article to write. Um, but it was, but you, I thought you, I, I, it, you know, sometimes I always feel like if people put a lot into what they write and they think about the words that they say. And I really, I really thought in that article you did, you thought, you thought a lot about the words that you said in the article and I would recommend that people read it. And it's regarding Brandon Miller. Well, go, ahead, Kev, go ahead, Kevin. Well, first of all, thank you, Wimp. I, I do appreciate that. And, and I, I, and I try to, as we all should, if we write, uh, in, in the public eye, we, about anything, we should all put a lot of care into what we say and how we say it. Now, every subject is not as serious as, as this one. And, and in this case, the one of, you know, the, primary subject or the lead subject if you will was was the wooden award not including brandon miller yeah on its uh 15 list of 15 finalists so it, that in and of itself is not uh it's not crucial it's not vital it's not it's not going to change the path of brandon miller's life one way or the other but it's not fair it's not fair based on the criteria and and I cannot tell you guys how many people sent me on Twitter uh, or quoted from the Wooden Award website where it lists the criteria. And one of them has something to do with character. And I will tell you. And, of course, before I wrote that article, I read everything on the Wooden Award website. I used to be a Wooden Award voter for years so I I appreciate everyone trying to instruct me on what the criteria are. I know what the criteria are. But I also know that there is no way that you, as a voter, can know the character of any of the candidates that you're voting on. You don't know these young men as people. You cannot know these young men as people. And to pretend otherwise is naive or foolish. So don't tell me that Brandon Miller was rightfully excluded from that list because of character. First of all, you don't know Brandon Miller's character and the information, the alleged facts you're using to negatively judge his character are not necessarily correct. And I can tell you from people who there was a Twitter post in response to what I wrote yesterday. Uh, I, I mean, in response to Sunday's column and, and the, uh, response came yesterday and it and it said it had a bunch of sentences that whose first sentence was fact and then they listed a bunch of words well those words were not all necessarily facts mr uh joe bunch of numbers or whatever your uh <laughs> twitter handle was so don't tell me what the facts are and in fact i will tell you guys that since i wrote that because i am every single day asking questions, trying to get more answers. I'm not successful every day in doing that, but I'm trying every day. And yesterday 
I received more information from someone with a reason to know that makes me feel even more confident that I am correct. And, and those of the, those of you out there who are rushing to judgment against Brandon Miller are going to be, are going to look very foolish one day. You know, one of the problems I had the other day, and I don't, I don't risk, very seldom look at, at comments about things. But I, I, when I saw there was something about Alabama basketball and Brandon Miller, and the comments were people trying to be funny, uh, and it mm-hmm. made me puke. They were, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, he shoots better off the field, off the court than he does on the court. You know, it was mm-hmm. this is most ridiculous. And, and these these people call themselves Alabama fans, and the most, and they were trying to all be real cute and funny with what they what they wrote. I just, I mean, I, I, it's hard to believe, really. I'm glad you said that, Wimp, because there has been, and, and it, again, it's such hypocrisy, because many of the many people who are convinced seem to be absolutely convinced based on their Twitter comments, uh, or professional journalists based on what they write and say, they seem to be absolutely convinced that Brandon Miller is in the wrong here. That Alabama is in the wrong here. And, and look, we all know Alabama has made mistakes in how they've handled this. We also kn- should know that some of that is based on their hands being tied because there is, uh, in case people hadn't noticed, the preliminary hearing was not the final verdict. It was a preliminary hearing. The, the two people who have been charged with capital murder have not had their day in court yet. And they have a defense and they will use that defense at trial. I don't know if it will be accurate. I don't know if it will be successful, but but the people who are convinced uh, are just uh, are, are acting on the one hand as if they're they're so distraught at at the death of Jamea Harris and how dare I use the word and I did this intentionally, guys, and I probably shouldn't, but it was it was meant as a direct response to my critics and j- critics in general on this subject when uh, when Brandon Miller was announced as the SEC Player of the Year and Freshman of the Year yesterday, and kudos to the SEC for not bowing to public pressure. Uh, I, I said, I, I retweeted the Alabama's, uh, Alabama basketball's post, and I said, justice, based on the facts. And people said, oh, oh, and, and everyone reached for their smelling salts, and how dare you use the word justice? What about justice for that young woman? If anyone out there thinks, I, I, if you think for one second that I am comparing basketball or an award to the death of a young woman, then you are one sick and twisted individual, and, and you know nothing about me. Yeah, those, those same people doing all the screaming. I don't hear them come up with any solution to maybe help the little boy. Let, let's figure out a way to help him and maybe raise some money to make his life a little bit easier. You never these people if they're so worried about it, it seems like they would maybe put their energy towards that. But I don't ever hear that. Do you? Yeah. 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 No. Well, no. That's it, because they don't truly care about that. There. No. Yeah. For some. For now, some. I'm sure some people do. I don't want to paint with a completely broad brush either. But uh, there are obviously, and beca- and to go back to Wimp's point, you know, being trying to be cute and clever and funny and use the word shoot in various forms uh, to mock uh, anyone who disagrees with them, who doesn't think they should throw Brandon Miller under the jail for whatever reasons they've concocted, whatever allegations they believe are facts, uh, that just that just shows the fallacy of your argument, and it, and it undercuts your alleged intentions that you do care about that young woman and her son who's going to grow up without a mom, who 
Uh, I can tell, and again, I can tell you from uh, more information I gathered yesterday. If you think that Alabama has not talked about this from a human standpoint, just within the team, you're you're absolutely incorrect. Do you think uh, it's fair if a guy would tell you though, Kevin, say, "Hey, I didn't vote for him just because." I don't know all the facts yet. I know it's going to be a court case and, and something could come out and I would feel bad if I did. So I'm going to uh, just kind of wait. It's almost like sometimes you don't name something after somebody almost to like they pass away because they might embarrass you or whatever. Would you, would you, would you be okay if that was the reason? And the guy that said, I want to wait till all the facts come out. So I don't really want to vote for him for fear of what may, may come out that we don't know yet. I can see people taking that approach. Uh, I would, I would suggest that that is pronouncing him guilty in a sense before you have uh, a body of evidence to prove that guilty of anything. I'm not even talking legally now. Sure. I'm just talking from a, uh, complicit, you know, was he, was he complicit? Did he do something intentional? Did he know that what he was doing could, uh, or could possibly lead to violence? Uh, those kind of questions which people have, and I don't, and I, and I fully believe, no, he did not do anything, uh, no, fully knowing or knowing at all that there was a chance, uh, that there could lead to violence. People again forget there were two bullet holes in his windshield. He was ducking bullets. He could have died himself. I do not for one second believe that Brandon Miller would have put himself in that situation if he thought it would lead to a shootout because that shootout, uh, could have killed him. And again, there are two bullet holes in his windshield as he was parked when the when the confrontation broke out. I don't think for a second he would have put himself in that situation. But saying that, you know, well, what about what could come out later? That's unfair as well. Yeah. Because what if nothing comes out later? And listen, if you name if if the Wooden Award picked Brandon Miller as put him on that list, but didn't give him the award, what harm is done if later or even if he wins the award like he winning the SEC Player of the Year. What harm is done if later it does come out, which I don't believe it will, that some, he was involved in something and he knew something and he did something he absolutely should have known he could, shouldn't have done? What, what, what harm is done? You, yeah. you strip him of the award You if you choose. Uh, whatever you know, There are ways to deal with it on the back end, but not giving him something or not uh, giving him an award that he clearly has earned uh, throughout the season on the chance that he might have done something off the court that would would render him uh, ineligible for that award or would make you make you feel really queasy about having voted for him. I, I think that's a really thin argument. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not double-talking, but I'm not, I'm not because I've said what I believe. And I think he's fair for him to play, and I think, it's, I think he'll find that. But as I go through sporting events and run into people, Coaches who, and even one coach has called me that's it's Division One coach. He, he they're trying to say that because Brandon Miller was there and because Bradley was there, that they should be allowed to play just because they were there. Well, that, but to me, that that's you know they they broke book. That that doesn't make any lot of, a lot of sense to me. But that's what that's what they're they're saying. Well, I, you know, if I was the coach there, and some of these guys were coaches. Uh, I wouldn't play them because they were there. I just, I just don't, I don't think that holds any water. At yeah, all. The only argument you can have is if you dig into Darius Miles' past and the guy that was with him 
what kind of people were these guys? And then you could say, if you find out they weren't very good people, then, you know, Brandon Miller's got to be very careful of who he spends his time with. Uh, cause you get around people like that. They, they drag you down, don't they, Kevin? I don't know if these guys are good guys or bad guys. And I don't know if that boyfriend in the car, I'm sure the attorneys are going to, Probably tell you this probably wasn't a very good character either. So there's a lot to still be said about this. Well, you can't situation. do anything about your teammates. So when you get when you no, get no. Your, but if you're driving team. those guys and you're with them and those guys have a terrible past and a bad reputation, you know they take you with them. So you got to. I guess it's a lesson to learn there. It is you better be careful. You better know the people you're hanging around because eventually they're going to bring you in the gutter with them. Well, and let, let me. Put it this way, and I'm not saying, and I want to be, I want to be clear about this. And, and as you said, Wimp, earlier, I want to choose my words carefully because I don't want to indict anyone ahead of the facts either. But in general, you guys know this to be true. Often there are, you know, players who come from a difficult background. Sure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that's not Brandon Miller. That, that Brandon Miller does not fit into that category. Right. No. But there are players that you sign because you you want to give them an opportunity. And yes, they have. You're doing it because they have talent. But you believe that in a structured environment, they will thrive and they will improve their lives and go on to have better lives, being because they were part of your program. And when they get out of their uh, negative environment and get away from people who are negative influences. And they get in a structured, positive environment. They do well. But when they get back in that environment or a friend from that, from your childhood who was part of that, maybe that person is not in a structured environment. Maybe that person is a bad influence. And it's, it's easy to get pulled back into that kind of negative behavior or questionable behavior or because you feel a loyalty if if it's someone and, and look and I'm not saying that's the case here uh, and I know it sounds like I'm suggesting that and maybe I am but I don't know that for for a certainty but it is a possibility at least uh, Michael Davis and uh, Darius Miles were longtime friends going back to middle school if I remember correctly I'm not 100 percent sure but uh, from what I've uh, what I've seen from testimony but. But they were longtime friends, and sometimes in situations like that, not necessarily in this one, the the friend from your past can can lead you to do things that you shouldn't do, you know. And that's that's not unusual, not just in sports, just in life. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, on a much lighter note, uh, the combine went on, and I could care less about the combine, but I, I thought it was interesting what the Bama defensive players that were questioned about Pete Golding said about Coach Golding. And I will quote uh, Henry Toeto, Pete Golding was my dog. I don't consider him a coach. I consider him a close, close brother. Me and him have had a relationship where I could call him for anything. I could go over to his house and grab a bite to eat when I'm struggling. The other guy said, we would mess up the call. It would, the call would be right, but we messed it up, but he would always have our back and take it from us. Dad and I saw a guy who was an analyst up in Birmingham. He went on and on about what a great mind <laughs> Pete Golding was, uh, and what a good coach that he was. But the Alabama fans, they wouldn't give you 10 cents for the guy. I feel like he was treated very 
poorly, Kevin. And I, I trust what the players say, and I trust what a guy who coached with him says when he didn't even know this article is coming out. Uh, was Pete Golden, was he unfairly criticized here in Tuscaloosa? I think so. I think to a great extent uh, there was an overreaction to anything that went wrong with the Alabama defense that people were ex- people still have this expectation because they have long memories that Alabama should play defense the way they did in 2009, 2011, you know, 2012, uh, you know, when they were helping people to, well, in, in 2011's case, under 10 points a game uh, in the other two years, very close to that. And, and that's just not realistic anymore. And it is curious that people who generally think Nick Saban hung the moon and as they say of the Pope in religious matters, when it comes to football, Nick Saban is infallible. <laughs> and so they, so they, but they have, but they have, things are clearly not going the way Alabama wants them to go, giving up as many points as they did to Tennessee, for example, continuing to give up those long touchdown passes to Jalen Hyatt. And so you got to blame somebody, right? Yeah. And they, they have such respect and admiration for Coach Saban and what he's done. Well, they're not going to go after him. So who can we go after? Well, the, the natural uh, target in that situation is the defensive coordinator. But do you think for one second that, Nick, that Pete Golding would have lasted as long as Nick Saban's defensive coordinator if Nick Saban didn't think he was doing a good job? And Saban even said this uh, late in the season last year. Uh, he said, you know, he talked about Pete Golding. It was very complimentary. So I think part of it is a misguided set of expectations that Alabama should play defense uh, in a lockdown fashion the way they used to. And then you see Georgia doing that to some extent, but you also see Georgia giving up a lot of points to, you know, Ohio State, you know, Alabama over the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, I think there's that. And then people don't, people's default mode is to believe in and support Nick Saban, not to criticize him for his football decisions. And so, again, who, who do we blame? Uh, it's the defensive coordinator. But no, but it's really interesting too. The players talking about their relationship with him and him taking the heat. Is there anything that a player appreciates more other than playing time than a coach who will have his back? Yeah. I don't know that there's anything you can do as a coach that will endear you to your players more than that. Also, uh, the combine is like, Bryce Young is so good. You want to find something bad about him. So you start searching for things that are bad. <laughs> All of a sudden, Anthony Richardson was not very good, and you're trying to find something good about him. So he can jump now, and he runs fast, and all of a sudden, people are saying Levis and Anthony Richardson could be drafted before Bryce Young, which just, I mean, hopefully that's just talk. I want to say, guys, they play football. Turn the film on. They don't even have to go. <laughs> Do we overanalyze this combine more than the NFL people? And they certainly don't know how to uh rate quarterbacks in my opinion when i start hearing that stuff come out kevin oh my goodness i I could go off on a rant for (laughs) probably for hours about the absurdity of of nfl people over analyzing every single prospect uh because there's such a long period of time from the end of the college football season to the nfl draft and you have these these made-up events like the combine like pro days which you're in a very comfortable environment, you're throwing against air, those kind of things. Uh, and 
which which are not football things. At least on pro days, at least you're doing football things. Uh, some somewhat more of, but you're still doing a lot of the made up stuff. The you know the underwear Olympics, as I like to call it. Um, you know the high. You know, did we not know before the combine that Anthony Richardson could jump high? <laughs> Dude, as a junior, he's doing backflips before the games until they told him to cut it out because he had hamstring issues. Did we not know that he can run fast? Did you not see him run away from LSU on about a the first play? I think it was the first play of the second half last year. He ran for about a 70, 75, 80-yard touchdown run and was running away from very good athletes in the LSU secondary. So we knew he could run fast. We knew he could jump high. We knew he was big and strong. We also know, know from watching him play football, he had trouble completing a 10-yard pass. He had trouble with touch on a cro- and, and accuracy on crossing routes. Uh, and on the move, while he was extremely dangerous on the move when he cho- on those occasions when he had a seam and he chose to tuck in it and run, throwing on, on the move, not so much. Do we not know he can throw the ball a country mile? Yes. And we saw him do it in, in many games and put it on the money. But we also, like I said, would see, we saw him against Kentucky miss a throw in the flat that became a pick six that completely turned that game. When all Florida had all the momentum. So, and we've also seen Bryce Young. How many times have we seen Bryce Young against guys who, guess what, are bigger and taller than him? Find a way to find a seam into a tight window and put the ball exactly where it needed to be at exactly the moment it needed to be there. And we saw him do it for two years time and again. So why all this other stuff matters to the degree that it seems to matter to some evaluators is far beyond my understanding. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, evaluating players is always hard. And there's always things that you try to look at. And I I agree with you. you You know, uh, as I told Barry, do you think the Ohio State uh, coaching staff did a good job in, in evaluating Joe Burrow? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, he played. He played with. Yeah, the should they have let him get away? Yeah, he's third. He's third straight quarterback when he when he eighty eight and out the gate to LSU. So it, it you know, and, and coaches all make mistakes. Sure, they all make them, and the players make them too. It's a combination of both. You got to have better players than your opponent, and give them to play hard, and you got a better chance to win. That's all. And, yeah, yeah, Wimp, that, again, really good point. And especially at the quarterback position. Because that's, to me, if you're going to catch ball, you're a wide receiver. If you're going to, if you have good hands, you're going to show it in practice and you're going to show it in the games, right? If you can run crisp routes, you're going to do it in practice. You're going to do it in the games. Quarterback to me is the one position that while you could do everything right in, the, in practice, when the lights come on and you've got 300 pound uh, defensive ends coming off the edge in your face, and you've got to make a decision. Within milliseconds, you've got to make a decision. I see an open receiver. Can I get it to him? Do I need to? Do I need to duck? Do I need to just take the sack and come back the next play? They have to make more decisions under duress than anybody else on the field. And so that for me, the game tape is far more important than it. it's important with every player. But it's even more important for quarterbacks because that's when you see how they perform under the conditions at the college level, under the conditions they're going to be asked to perform at the pro level, right? It's, it's the game. And in the, you get no better snapshot of how they're going to perform against NFL type talent on defense than in the SEC. Because guess what? 
every week you're going against NFL type players or future NFL defensive ends, cornerbacks, linebackers, uh, etc. So, uh, yeah, the the rush to, as you said, elevate Anthony Richardson based on his combine performance and nitpick and look for ways because of Bryce Young's hand size or how tall he is, how tall he is barefoot. Guess what? How many of those guys play in their bare feet? Yeah. Why, why are we measuring people in their bare feet? They don't play in their bare feet, do they? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right, Kevin, tell me where they can get all your great stuff. Yeah, twice a week in the lead, the Birmingham lead. Uh, it's been going strong for a year now. It's really gaining momentum. A lot of people are starting to uh, realize what it is, that it exists. And thank you, thanks to you guys, you guys have done a great job of letting people know that they have that option now, even though the Birmingham News is no more. And, and obviously it's ceased to be a daily newspaper uh, a decade ago. And now it exists, and now it does not exist at all. But you do have a daily publication in the Birmingham market that you can go to every day. It's like a newspaper delivered to your inbox. Yes, you have to pay for it, just like you used to have to pay for a newspaper. It's not expensive, but it's well worth it. There's good quality content every day. I write Sundays and Thursdays. And if you want to find it, you go to Birmingham Lead, L E D E dot com, and I think you will find uh, it well worth uh, your money. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right. Alabama won. Outdoor fun with Alabama won and the chance to win a green, big green egg. Alabama's offering low rates on recreational vehicles, including boats, motorcycles, RV, UTVs, and golf cart, and a chance to win uh, a big green egg each week. Weekly giveaways of the big green egg until the end of June. One entry into the week's drawing for every approved and closed loan. Flexible loan terms. Uh, to fit your budget. No payment for 60 days. Same great rate on loans uh, for your commercial and ag equipment as well. You can go to www.alabama1.org to apply. We also want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is close to you. We'll get back. We'll check in with Tuscaloosa Toyota, my main man Justin out of Tuscaloosa Toyota. You listen to Tide 100.9 to see home. For Battle of Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, it's foggy out there, so please be careful. We've got a wreck on US 11 at 2059 northbound. You can expect delays. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. When you road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Another warm day today, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, a small chance of a shower this afternoon and tonight. The high today, 80, tonight's low, 47. Much cooler tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of rain by mid to late afternoon. Tomorrow's high at 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, it's foggy out there, so please be careful. We've got a wreck on US 11 at 2059 northbound. You can expect delays. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. <laughs> WTUG HD2 Northport. W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. My all-city oh. agent, Andrew Knifer. He's my agent. Let Andrew become yours. That at 4705 McFarland Boulevard over Norport, Suite 3 over Norport. Don't just pay your bill. Know what you're doing insurance-wise. Nobody really likes paying the insurance, Joe, until you need it. And then when you need it, you're going to say, man, did I have enough coverage? Uh, well, Andrew will make sure that you're taken care of there. Give him a call today. He'll send you the free quote, 205 722 Nine two zero one. All right, uh, we'll get uh, right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. All right, we'll get right to the um, Andrew Kniffer hotline. We're going to talk a little Tuscaloosa Toyota with our main man Justin out there. Go to TuscaloosaToyota dot com. Good morning, Justin. Uh, hey, got, Justin. Good morning. You got any five star deals going on uh, out at uh, or, or Blue Plate Specials going on at Tuscaloosa Toyota? Yeah, man. I think, um, first off, how you guys, y'all doing good today? We are, yeah, we're okay. We are good now. You're not getting all prettied up again today. Last week, dad, we, he was on, he was in the, at the beauty shop. I don't know what he was getting done at the beauty shop, but he was getting all dolled up for something last time we talked to him. So, all right. So. Well, I had to, you know, you got to do that every now and then. But, <laughs> you know, when you're in the business like I am, you can't stay yeah. shaved. Yeah, you got to. I was able to watch Aliceville bits and pieces while I was at work at the state championship game. Man, they were – those guys are huge. Yeah, they are big. Oh, wait, man, I can see why it was – you beat them, right? You, yeah, we you, beat them, you, uh, we beat them one time. You know, beat them last game of the year, uh, a regular season game at their place. We did, so uh, it was a good win, but a uh, great year for those guys. To, I think maybe we kind of woke them up a little bit, and they uh, – they ran the table from that there on and won the state championships. So congratulations to Aliceville. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, Tuscaloosa Toyota right now. One thing I want to focus on today, we've been talking about, you know, new cars and new car specials. And I will hit on it real quick. You know, we got rates as low as in the twos, uh, on most of our new cars, all of the ones that we sell a lot of, even though they don't need the rate, they, they've got them. So, um, a lot of special deals. Uh, on new cars, but on our used car, you know, the market was real high about a year ago, and now those cars have fallen in prices. So we've got some excellent good deals. We've got the biggest inventory in town by far. I mean, so many things to choose from. We got Lexus products. I think we have more Lexus products used than the, than the Lexus store in Birmingham, Tom Williams. So there's, there's a ton of things to, to choose from, and I'll, I'll give you a couple 
different deals. I did this past week. Um, I sold cars that were less than eleven thousand dollars. Sold one. Sold one Saturday uh, that was nine thousand dollars. And those cars, all of our cars on the on the used car lot, go through an inspection. It don't matter which one you buy; they all go through at least a safety inspection. And like the car that I sold for nine thousand dollars, we put new tires on it, we serviced it. So these cars are not just you know washed real quick and thrown on the lot these cars come serviced and they they get a safety inspection and so these cars are top of the line products ready to drive and we've got anything from a from a seven thousand dollar car all the way up to lexus products and listen to this listen to this barry all of our used cars with last 10 years and under a thousand hundred thousand miles mostly every single one of them even though they're used have a lifetime warranty on the powertrain. Wow. That's great. Well, that's, that's great. Yeah. Hey, wherever you buy, you, you're always worried, you know, as soon as I drive a lot, something's going to go wrong. But you guys thoroughly inspect those uh, vehicles. And if you do have a problem there on most of the pre-owned, uh, then this, they're going to be okay, right, Justin? Well, I mean, you know, it's got the lifetime warranty that covers you. You know, you, somebody asked, well, what is a lifetime warranty? Well, it's exactly what it is. It mirrors the manufacturers, and it's not just Toyotas, it's all of our products. So it mirrors their powertrain warranties. So let's just say that their powertrain warranty was a five-year 60. We mirror that warranty for the whole time that you own it. Unlimited miles, unlimited time. And also on those cars, they get a two-month, 2,000-mile if they're not still covered under the bumper-to-bumper warranty. Say they got 80,000 miles on it. Those cars have a two-month, 2,000-mile comprehensive warranty. So if you drive off the lot and anything's wrong except for wear and tear stuff, then it's covered. So you got the peace of mind of, first off, the way we price our cars. We price our cars to sell them, not what we hope to get. We don't just throw something up on the wall and say, hey, we hope to get this. No, we look at the market. We want to be the cheapest in a 300-mile radius. So we price our cars to sell them. And then they all come, if they're under those guidelines, they all come with a lifetime warranty and that comprehensive warranty barrier. And it's just deals that you can't beat. And the selection is, is crazy. We got a ton of used cars to choose from at great prices. Justin, so when dad bought his car, now he's a little different. I like mine. Mine's great. Did he bring a can? And then just pull out, you all got the price or he just pulled the cash right out of a can and just laid it on the table. You know, Justin doesn't know. I didn't deal with Justin. Oh, you didn't deal with Justin. Listen, listen, listen. Wimp said, your your business office people is going to hate me. He said, I'm going to just pay with cash and they got to count every penny. Uh, You know? So. He he opened up the can and just dumped the can out. Yeah, he dumped dumped it on the table and they, they, he told them, Y'all figured out the money's there. Y'all just got to count it, right? Ain't that right, Wimp? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You know how I hate Justin. True, sto- true. true story. Then we, we got to get out. Uh, yeah. His social security, they used to send him a check. So he would right. take the check down to the bank and just cash the check. No telling where all this cash is. Uh, but anyway, he cashed the check. Well, huh. 
year, a couple of years ago or whatever, but that I may have the time wrong. They started direct deposit in his check. Well, he doesn't have a debit card and he kept saying, well, I don't know how to get it out of there. If they direct deposited in there. And I said, don't worry about it. Just let it stay right on in there. You don't need to worry about figuring out how to get it out of there. So he, he was mad right. that he wasn't able to get his check. I ain't gotten out of there yet. Barry thinks he's going to get a dollar gift. I ain't got much. <laughs> so <laughs> since they direct deposited it, he can't get it, Justin. Could, yeah. you, could, hey, you, that, could you explain the process of a debit card? Now, maybe we can do that next week. Have you hey, found look, the look, so, <laughs> look, so, so, and hey, as long as he's getting it, yeah. and maybe that's a good thing that he can't get it right out. You yeah. Know? yeah. I sure hey, can. Save the money. Got to save some money, uh, for the grandkids. Yeah. 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 Hey, has yeah. he, has he given, Wimp, have you given, are you giving a blue plate for how you think the tournament's going to go? Or no, hey, we're going to we're going to pick the the winners of the games uh, after this after this coming Sunday when this goes. We're going to do week. a March Madness bracket. So, Justin, I want you to get in the one with our show, fill it out, and we're going to track it yeah. and see how you do against that. And I, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, right. Look, hey, hey, to close out, I, I appreciate you guys and um, shop us online. It's very easy, uh, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Obviously, you can give me a call, but TuscaloosaToyota.com, the most easiest site to navigate you've ever seen. You can do everything. You can buy the whole car from the website. So TuscaloosaToyota.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, there, Justin uh, at Tuscaloosa Toyota, and he can tell his patience. Uh, uh, we need to go to the advertise and get right. the Alvin right, on. Okay. We are two minute truck there at thirteen thirty Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whether it's local, out of town, or out of state, let the professionals in. Give them a call today: two zero five two four seven five zero five zero. That is two minute truck movers who care. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. The new legislative session gets underway in Montgomery later today with a lot of new faces. Among them are the Tuscaloosa County Legislative Delegation's Republican Representatives Bill Lamb and Ron Bolton. Representative Cynthia Allman is new, but she just completed the unexpired term of now State Finance Director Bill Poole. Governor Ivey will issue her State of the State address tonight at 6 o'clock in the State Capitol Building. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, it's foggy out there, so please be careful. We've got a wreck on US 11 at 2059 northbound. You can expect delays. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas. And finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Oh, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye. Steve Spurrier and myself and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. When you 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another warm day today, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, a small chance of a shower this afternoon and tonight. The high today, 80, tonight's low, 47. Much cooler tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of rain by mid to late afternoon. Tomorrow's high at 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 66 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Wayne Pest Control, served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home protection from those unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1 for $60 off your initial pest control service. I'll get right to the Wayne's hotline. He is the executive director uh, the AHSAA, uh, been very, very busy with all the championship stuff going on up in Birmingham. Uh, we want to welcome in Alvin Briggs. Good morning, uh, coach. How you doing this morning? Morning, coach. Good morning to you guys. I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Let me uh, ask you, let me, to, uh, man, before you do, let me ask you something, uh, Alvin. I was up there, uh, for the Islandsville game. And Dad had no pass whatsoever, but he was able to get every single room, every back crevice, every meal. I had a pass. How does he get around like that, uh, all these places without, without the proper credentials? I don't go where I'm not supposed to. That's the man. That's the man. I'm not, I don't try to go anywhere I'm not supposed to. <laughs> your dad's the man. Yeah. Well, there you go. I want to tell you, our listeners, uh, on behalf of our show and also the people that listen to our show, what a great job you have done. Uh, the organi- organizing that state deal, state tournament thing is not easy. You know, for example, you think about trying to get the, the pictures of the teams put into a program that you don't know who's going to be playing, who's not going to be playing in the program up to date because somebody's going to win, you know, win at the last minute. I just think, and you have done, you know, you're organized really, really well with that. Now, I, I want people to know that, and I know it takes a lot of hard work, but it also takes a lot of hard work by a lot of people, doesn't it? Oh, yes, sir. Our staff does a great job. You know, we, uh, we have, uh, you know, four regional sites that we have all these events at, and they all went longer than normal because of the weather the week prior. So it pushed everything a couple of days. Uh, but to, to have great people that, that love what they do and, and, you know, this also a reflection of all those schools and all those schools communities too, uh, because they put a lot of hard work into it and we couldn't have that information if they weren't willing to assist us and get a lot of that information we need beforehand. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a calculated risk. You know, you get all this information from all these schools and, you kind of check one off as uh, as one or uh, uh, two get disappointed going in, and and so uh, the disappointment of of not making it to the regional or not making it to 
to the state kind of, you know, kind of hurt some feelings, you know, but we all know that happened. But uh, to have the forethought to get a lot of it done and for them to, to help us and assist us to get a lot of that stuff done is, is what we need, and they do a great job. And I still well, really for, job. yeah, for our listeners, you know, they're organized to the point that the, where the basketballs come off the floor, where, you know, the, people bring them out. A good friend of mine does that, Errol Morris, a, a buddy of mine, and some of the other people there. Be darn sure that the coaches get to the press conference. Uh, there's a lot of little things in that and what you do that that's important to make the thing click. And and you've you've done great with it. Well, that's because Coach Morris, who, who's you know been a long time coach, a Hall of Famer, yeah. volunteers his time. Yeah. I mean, we have folks that just volunteer their time to be a part sure. of, it. and a lot of it goes to the Birmingham Tip Off Club. Yeah. They a lot of volunteers that go, and we probably have over. Over 500 volunteers for, for that six days of that tournament. That's and right. a lot of moving mech, uh, components to it, uh, uh, a lot of things going on. And, uh, we have a group that help us, Night Edie, that helps us get involved in that. And, uh, you know, you know, Chris Nick and, and his dad, you know, that, 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 that played for me. And so, you know, those young people, you know, Chris loves basketball and all the things that they do that, to assist us in that, and uh, it makes it for it's not just a basketball tournament; it's an event yeah. for our young people, for our communities, and that's that's what it is. That's that's the love and passion of it. To see those smiles on those those young people face when they come out in that that arena and on that floor, and all those lights on them. And uh, coach, I don't know if you noticed, we did a little a little hype video before each game. And those yeah. crowds would get into it. Oh my yeah. God! I mean, you know, a lot of things different than when when you and I were. Boy, that's the, the truth. Yeah, you're exactly right. Time <laughs> time flies by. You no doubt about it. Barry, uh, we talked with Alvin Briggs, executive director of the AHSAA. Just talk about last week. Uh, you had. I guess seven boys champion, seven girls champion. You talk about the elation. You, you see a lot of happy people, a lot of tears, because uh, because kids pour so much into it. The opportunity to get there, and they're very disappointed. You see uh, the players that are happy. I, I'm amazed that those sections are full. When that game's over, y'all ask them to leave that section so the next uh, set of fans can come in. Just the support that these kids uh, get up there, it, it's amazing, isn't it, Alvin? It is, you know, we're one of the few states that, that host, uh, boys and, and, and girls state championship at one site at one time. Yeah. And that, that just really generated a lot of positive energy. And yeah. to have all those communities come there and descend on that, you know, we have, we have people in, in all throughout the state that don't have anybody that's involved in the state tournament that comes to that state tournament to watch and, and to be a part of it all day long, every day. And even though there are some, some teams that, that don't end the way they want to end, some of those, those students and some of those people still stay around because of their love for basketball and watch basketball. Um, you know, it, it was just, it's electric. I mean, you know, just, just to watch that. And, and we had games that went down to the wire. And the next game, and the next game, and then I mean, it was just awesome. It was an awesome atmosphere. Uh, talk a little bit about you know, aside from the state tournament, there there's certain rules that that everybody has to follow, uh, and you guys don't really make the rules. The schools, I guess, or the coaches. And if you're if there's something that you want 
uh, change there. And I'm just now learning all this because I'm coaching at Tuscaloosa Academy and we've just come into the AHSAA. But there's a, a process to follow. If you, if you see something that you'd like to have discussed, just talk about that where you go and you feel something now. There's a committee maybe that, that votes on those type of things. Just talk about how those rules are handled. We're very fortunate that we're, we're membership driven. Uh, you know, the general public thinks that the central board or I, uh, make all these rules or, or, uh, you know, we don't. We're just, uh, I was appointed to, um to govern the rules that our membership makes. For over a hundred years, our members have, have, uh, been a part of, of our bylaws and, uh, right now, we're in the middle of a, a bylaw voting now. Uh, for four weeks, our members proposed and written over 80 rules this time for this, this particular, uh, bylaw process in which they're voting on rules now. They'll do that until uh, the end of March. They'll go through with the ADs and coaches and, and they'll read each, each proposed that, that was uh, written by different member schools and, uh, a lot of the proposals, uh, we have schools that, that have, uh, got, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12 different schools on this one rule that they feel strong about. And, uh, they're called <clears throat> just like, like anybody else. They'll call other schools and say, Hey, did you see that proposal? What do you think? Will you support it? Um, you know, it's, you know, it's really been, been great for us that this is a membership driven rules and, each school get one vote on each proposal, and um, then uh, as the, the proposals close, uh, we have what we call a legislative council. We have eight districts where four uh, representatives from, from each district will be on the legislative council. They'll, they'll look at how the votes were, how the, the each proposal was voted on, and they will ratify those proposal based on what our membership did. Uh, sometimes, uh, uh, some rules will get changed immediately. Sometimes it takes a couple of years for them to change after they've gone some, enough support. Uh, but it's all membership driven. Uh, you know, it's all in, and it's the democratic way. Uh, and, and that, and our members love it. It, it is awesome. Uh, uh, we have great members and, and, and we have great people. You know, look at success y'all have had coming into our association. Already, you're not even a year in. I mean, it's just, you, you get that positive vibe being around people that, that want to be involved, that appreciate you and welcome you into, uh, an association. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the system you guys have in place. And honestly, I didn't understand it. And I would look at certain things and I would be, how in the world could this be happening? Uh, but you guys don't make the rules and a lot of times people just complain, but they don't ever put it in front of a committee to try to get it changed. Complaining doesn't fix it. You gotta, you gotta go do the, the proper paperwork and, and, and put some thought into it. And so I have a better appreciation now for what you guys go through. People just easy to sit back and criticize, but also you gotta do the work. You gotta put it there and then you guys don't ultimately make the decision anyway, do you, Alvin? No, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, we go by what's in, you know, unfortunately what's in that book, black and white. I don't get a chance to deviate from that. Mm-hmm. I can't deviate from that. Uh, it's not about me. Uh, I'd never take anything personal. I can't take it personal because I have to go by that, that book. The first time I don't go by what's in that book, you know, I could lose my job. I mean, this yeah. is a job and I could lose it and it's important. I think, you know, fair play is the biggest thing in this is make sure everything is, 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 
fair play, and everybody has an equal chance to to participate and follow the rules. Sure. You know, most of the time we get caught up in thinking, you know, thinking it's personal. Uh, and, you know, a lot of times we want to rewrite a rule that only we think only affects us, but every rule affects everybody. We Every rule that we have affects every participant, male or female. It's not just for, you know, and I hate to say this, Coach, you understand this. And I'm going to use basketball, for instance. In basketball with the NCAA there, uh, female rules for the games and then male rules for the games. Yeah. We don't have that. We just have rules and it, it's for everybody. It's not for one, one, one deal and one, it's for everybody. And, and I think that's the fair and equitable way to do it. You know, unfortunately in, in NCAA and basketballs, it's a little different. There's, and, and we've all seen those inequities over time and they're trying to change it. Yep. That, uh, I think we've seen over the years, uh, I'm, got a lot of years on me, uh, that uh, basketball and football and all the other sports have gotten, have an opportunity, the kids in the state of Alabama have gotten so many athletic scholarships. I don't, I'm not necessarily meaning, meaning Alabama, Auburn, or UAB. I'm talking about the smaller schools, out-of-state, in-state. But we, you've just, because of your organization and the coaches in the state, because I, I visited just about every one of them for the 32 years I was at Alabama. Um, they just, uh, they've done a great job working with these gals and guys to, to give them an opportunity to move on and play college football or basketball or soccer or track or whatever. Coach, I, I think that, that goes to our in-state universities have opened the doors for our high school coaches to come visit and to yep. learn uh, how to coach their young people. Yeah. I mean, when you was at Alabama and Coach Smith was at Auburn and currently with Coach Oaks and, and Coach Bruce Pearl, they opened the doors for our high school coaches to come visit and talk X's and O's, no matter yeah. what sport right. it is. And there are a lot of state associations that, that, that tell us when we meet that their universities don't open the door. And, and that open, open door policy, it's great. I mean, you know yourself when you used to come speak at our clinic, you you know, coaches would come tell you that they remember you speaking at the clinic. You wouldn't know them from Adam. No. But just the fact that they remembered you and you you came to talk to them and, and you would ask them about another kid and they'd be willing to tell you about the other kid, not sure. necessarily trying to tell them you on their kid. Sure. And that's the one thing that our coaches do. We we promote each other, we promote our, our kids as well as other kids, and 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 that's why it's been such a great relationship. And we've had other coaches that have been under your umbrella to go to other states, and all of a sudden they go, "Hey, I know where some players at in, in Aliceville, Alabama. We can go that can play here at, at whatever college. That's the NIA school, uh, junior college, or Division sure. two school. I mean, yeah. that that's the great part about it. It's because of the legacy that y'all." have done to open those doors at, at all our universities and continue to open those doors and, and willing to come speak to our coaches and willing to have them come learn and, and just talk X's and O's, and, you know. Um, and, and that's the one great thing that, that I think has, has allowed our, our young people to excel, not only here in the state of Alabama, but other, other surrounding states and universities. Yeah, one last question. Uh, we're talking with Alvin Briggs, executive director of the AHSAA. Alvin, uh, I think it's every two years. Uh, you guys look back at the classification, you reclassify teams, maybe if it's a, 
a private school who's won a state championship. You may bump those guys up a level. Just talk about the process of that uh, every two years, looking at different areas, different classifications, moving teams up, maybe moving them down, how all that's handled. Well, uh, currently, you know, we, we classify based on enrollment. That's, that's the, uh, the one, one little dot that everybody has, but the conundrum is always, uh, and has always been, you know, how many classes and different things. And we have a classification task force that, uh, that come in and meet and talk about those things. But currently, uh, uh, all schools are based on, on, on the number of students they have enrolled, nine through 11. And if you're a private school, you have a, a multiplier and then a competitive balance that, that's added to that, uh, based on, um, where you make it in the playoffs, where you do, uh, uh, for championships and every two years based on those, those different numbers, everybody can, will be able to see where they are because everything's above board, uh, what we do here, uh, for the, the competitive balance. And those numbers are, are looked at and, uh, depends on, again, on where you do and if you make the playoffs, if you don't make the playoffs at the private school, uh, what level you make in the private schools, uh, uh, has a number. And, and based on that, you could be bumped up. If not, you, you stay where you are and, if you have less students, you'll go down a class. And, uh, you know, right now we currently have 416, uh, schools in our, in our, in our association for his high schools. And we have right at three, uh, 315 for his, uh, middle school. So, uh, we have all those that, that, and we don't classify middle schools. So, uh, it's just all the high schools, but it's, uh, it's a process that we, we don't look at lightly and, uh, it's very time consuming and, uh, with the help of, uh, of the, the task force that we have public and private school members on that will look at uh, that and, and, uh, try to, you know, make it as, as competitive balance as we possibly can. All right. Lastly, uh, of all the years you've been in the state tournament, have you ever seen a seventh grader get the MVP, the girl from Mars Hill MVP as a seventh grader? Have you ever seen anything like that, Alvin? Well, you know, I, I should have expected that when we had an eighth grader, uh, get, get the MVP of the seven, in the seven A state football championship. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, true. And, and, <laughs> and then we had a, we had a seventh grader. Then we had an eighth grader, to, you know, to get the MVP. And then we had a ninth grader from Buckhorn. Yeah. To get it, you know, in, in, in the boys. So, hey, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a lot more competitive and, uh, these young people are, 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 are fascinated and, and that, you know, that they put in the work and, uh, they earned it. I yeah. mean, it wasn't given to them. They earned it. And so when you earn it, you have to give it to them. And my hat's off to all those young people. Uh, the sky's the limit for them from this point on. Yep. Dad, you back with us? Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. I got, yeah. Got, but uh, I want to thank Alvin for being on. It's been yeah. great. I, I know our, our listeners have enjoyed it, and um, I appreciate everything he does for Alabama High School Athletics. And um, want to have him on again sometime. Look forward to seeing him again. Thanks so much. Thank you, Alvin. Thank you, Coach, for having me on. You okay. uh, you asked me last week, and uh, I I'm more than you know. You you you're one of the great coaches in in this state, and always has been, and well respected. And uh, we appreciate what you've done for the state of Alabama, and what you've done for 
for basketball in the state of Alabama, which is I appreciate. So thank you, Kevin. thank you, thank you, sir. thank you. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, you did not have a pass, and you were going in. You were getting meals. Yeah, you were getting meals in places I didn't even know they had meals. Uh, all right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys that are outstanding, and if you have pain, uh, if you had a problem with uh, something that came up in your life that you feel like that you need some help with, then Prince Glover and Hayes at three four five one two three four. We'll be glad to help you. Talk to you on telephone and get to visit with them in person. And uh, they will do a very good job of representing you. They know the law. They know the changes in the law. They know what the what uh, you can ex- you can you know what to expect out of them because they're going to be professional, and they're going to do a great job for you. Three, four, five, one, two, three, four. Prince Clover and Hayes. And what I'm mentioning it, Constant Companion Animal Hospital had missed it today. Two o five six three five zero three one three. Outstanding. Um, veterinarian who does a terrific job, uh, Dr. Scott Foster, uh, 635-0313 in Birmingham. I'll guarantee you they're the best. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide sports update. Alabama forward Brandon Miller has won SEC Player of the Year and SEC Freshman of the Year. The Alabama Crimson Tide softball team jumped to number 10 in this week's D1 softball rankings. Alabama baseball infielder Colby Shelton has won SEC Freshman of the Week. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, it's foggy out there, so please be careful. We've got a wreck on US 11 at 2059 northbound. You can expect delays. Here's a super manager special at Townsend Nissan. $5,000 off dealer list price on all new 2023 Armadas and finance rates as low as 1.9%. At Townsend Nissan, I'm Captain Ray. Though, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet Look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another warm day today, a mixture of clouds and sunshine. A small chance of a shower this afternoon and tonight. The high today, 80. Tonight's low, 47. Much cooler tomorrow. Cloudy with a chance of rain by mid to late afternoon. Tomorrow's high at 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 66 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Find Tide on Twitter at Tide 109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. Granddaddy drank heavy and daddy drank light. I can turn any day to Saturday night if I want to. And most of the time I want to. I can 
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. We talked to Justin the first hour of the pre-owned vehicles, the new vehicles. You want to schedule a service, you can do it right there on the website. You want to purchase a car, literally you can buy it right there at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Show up out there and pick that up. But you got there, tell Justin that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right, to the uh, Alabama One Hotline, get Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Coach. How are y'all this morning? We're good. Okay, how, are you? how are you, Tom? I'm good. You know, uh, I've been listening to the show this morning, and I, I think you've had a really good show, and I wanted to commend both of you on that. And um, it used to be, for me, Tuesday, I just dreaded Tuesday as far as the uh, show was concerned because I did not uh, want to hear anything that Kevin Skarbinski said. And uh, and I, I think I made my feelings known early on when the show started about what I thought about his writing. I don't know him as a person, but uh, I made it known about his writing. But, uh, you know, my hat's off to you two, and I'm going to tell you why. I got indisputable proof that y'all are just as good at resurrecting careers as Coach Nick Saban. <laughs> uh, How's that? How's that, Tom? I, I'm, I'm fixing to come with the explanation, and when I do, you're going to fall out of your chair and go, "He's right for once." And uh, but here, here's the deal: uh, Roman Harper was trying to break into broadcasting, and he was trying to get into TV and everything. And uh, lo and behold, y'all started having him on the uh, radio show, and he got to refine his uh, skills at broadcasting, and then he landed a job at the SEC Network, and he does a darn good job. And uh, my hat's off to y'all for kick-starting his career in broadcasting. Now, on the other side, uh, Kevin was washed up. Uh, AL.com, Birmingham News, all that was folded. Folded. And, and he didn't, he could not figure out why nobody was reading his column. Anyway, he had to go and look for a job with the, uh, Bruno, uh, outfit and that yeah. didn't work out. And, and, uh, then, uh, coach, uh, uh, uh Jack got him, uh, as a spokesman of their organization and that, that's good. And, uh, uh, so he had that, and then today he didn't even mention the uh, safety program in his uh, exit from the show. So I'm assuming that he's quit that job because now y'all have put him back into stardom with the lead and your uh, buildup of the lead and allowing him to come on and talk. And you know what? Ever since he started coming on your show here the last two months, he's made more sense than he's ever made in his entire career. Well, and he's also writing for, he's going back to writing for AL.com. So he's just not on the well, lead. They're, they're, they're taking the article from the lead and they bait you by putting it in AL.com and you only get a portion of it. Then you got to subscribe to the lead. Yeah. I think Kevin, I, I think people have given him a bad rap over the years. I think he's, well, well, I'm going on now what he's writing. I think he, and it's not because he's writing positive about Brandon Miller. 
I think he tries to genuinely is a guy that looks for all the facts and lets the facts lead him to the story. Where I think guys like Clay Travis and those guys who are not even writers, they just want to say, what's going to make everybody mad and let's just take that position. I think Kevin genuinely wants to get it right. And uh, that's what I appreciate about him. That he, like, There's something that he knows today that, that's going to come out that's going to make Brandon Miller look really, really good because he's been researching this thing. And so I think when you read his article, it's not just something thrown on a wall and hope it sticks. I think he's done a lot of research behind the scenes to make sure it's as honest as it's supposed to be. Uh That's what I see now, Tom, anyway. Yeah, I, I think you're right now. And, uh, but my, the grudge I held against, not Kevin as a person, but his writing and his work was that it wasn't always accurate. And, uh, and I thought that some of his opinions when he was writing opinion column was rooted in untruth. I don't like that. Yeah. And, uh, and you said that last week about some of the people that were writing in the uh, articles, uh, that they were saying things that were not rooted in truth. And, and, uh, you owe it, even if it's an opinion thing, if you state something to be a fact, it needs to be true. And, yeah. uh, but anyway, I, it, I was thinking about that. And I thought I'd call in and tell y'all, uh, uh, you know, I think I've done a great job with. So him. now, now, Tom, you don't dread Tuesday as much. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, actually, uh, he makes more sense. <laughs> he's, uh, he's he's better at. Hey, I don't always agree with it, but that's uh, that's not hard by me. Yeah. That's Tom. Why I quit calling my show? All right, we lost Tom there. Uh, Tom, Gary wants to know, you call Gary too. Gary's missing you. Uh, dad, your thoughts about Kevin? You know, it's, uh, of course now Alabama people now like Kevin because he's writing positive about Brandon Miller where Auburn people will probably call him a homer. And that's just the way it is, right? Uh, so when you're writing something good about the school, those fans like you and the other fans don't. They call that people, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's just, you know, what side you take, that side like the other side that, so, it's okay. Uh, I, mean, I, I, you know, I had different, I had, went through a different era with him. You weren't him around when I went through it, so I won't, but it, everything's fine. Yeah, I, I was in that area, era as well. Uh, and it was opinion articles and whatever. All right, uh, guys, uh, right now, Jenny is feeling good about me. I want to give you all the Mac update. Uh, so last week when he didn't hit as well, I was instructed to get that fixed. So we worked on squishing the bug with the left, with the right foot. So that way you get your hips into the ball, right, Joe? So I've been working with him last Saturday. They had their first game if he absolutely hit three missiles. So she thinks now that I know what I'm talking about. So they had a game last night and she's like, you got to get him in the yard. You know, you got to, can you work with him? And Joe, take your right foot and act like you're squishing a bug. All right. So you, that's how you turn that foot. So now this is the embarrassing part when he's up there. So we've talked about squishing the bug that when he's up there batting now, Jenny is screaming in the stands yelling, squish it. No. Yes. Squish it. Squish it. Squish it. Mac, squish it. 
I literally want to get up and go to the other side. So they had a game last night and he had three good, three other, other good hits. Uh, and they're on to the tournament tonight. Uh, but she is screaming, squish it. Ah, oh, gosh. What do I, what do I do about that? How do I, I fix don't that? Think, I don't think there's anything you can do. <laughs> that's one, that's one, that's one deal. You can't do anything about that. Uh, he got the game ball Saturday for hitting. The Jenny was walking out of there. Her head was high. She was, she had her head up and she was walking out in a good mood. Hitting coach Barry Sanders. Yeah. So I was like, do I get any kind of like fee for this? Like, you know, we did some tea work and my pitching, you know, so anyway, they play again tonight. Did you so get a little extra, extra sugar when you got home? No, 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 oh. no, no. Squeeze it. I was like, Jenny, if you say that one more time, I'm literally going to leave the ballpark, but she does it. Anyway, all right, uh, we'll take this break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. First Domain Condos, three-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath condominiums in the historic district of downtown Norport. First of all, the location is outstanding. Uh, inside these condominiums, you got direct TV and the Internet are for free. Right there's a couple hundred-dollar savings. All granite countertops throughout the uh, condominium. Energy, electric, efficient appliances, Security cameras, uh, a gate to get in there so you feel safe. You're right down from all the great places right there in downtown Norport. Two minutes from downtown Tuscaloosa, five to the University of Alabama. Tell them you heard on Inside the Locker Room, one month free rent. 205-657-7465 or go to firstdomaincondos.com. Squish it. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Dex Imaging, the official copier and a printer provider for Alabama athletics. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama softball went a perfect 5-0 and at the Crimson Classic over the weekend at Rhodes Stadium as Alabama did not allow a run throughout the five-game tournament. Head coach Patrick Murphy spoke to the media after the win. Well, go back to Wednesday and, you know, we haven't allowed a run since Southern Miss, so... Kudos to Lance and all four pitchers and both catchers because it's a 50-50 proposition. You know, the battery is 50-50, and uh, to throw it against anybody in college softball nowadays is a hell of a feat. So kudos to all the pitchers. Obviously, Montana's perfect game. Um, she just keeps doing it. I mean, it's, she's amazing to watch. And, uh, you know, I told the reporters a second ago, it's called fast pitch for a reason. And when you have a circle drawn around your position, you're pretty darn important. And it starts in the circle, so kudos to all of them. So two out hitting, much improved. Passing the bat down, much improved. I'll have more in a moment. You know, in today's world, companies are looking for business partners. Other companies they can depend on to help make their business successful. At the Crimson Tide Sports Network, we have found that partner in Dex Imaging. So when it comes to office solutions and a partner you can depend on, give Dex Imaging a call. For more information, go to DexImaging.com. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. If you missed last night's edition of Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, catch it on demand on the Alabama Insider Podcast, available on the Varsity Network app and wherever you receive your podcast. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Dex Imaging. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Mr. 
SEC Tournament, Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. I wish I would have met you anywhere but where I did. Some old high-rise town that I Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. The ACC, that ACC tournament starts today. They they get theirs done on Saturday, so they started on Tuesday. Georgia Tech, fourteen and seventeen, taking on Florida State, who is nine and twenty-two. Uh, then Louisville. Have you ever thought you'd see the day Louisville is four and twenty-seven? Four and twenty-seven will take on. 15 and 16 Boston College. What has happened to the ACC in basketball, in your opinion? Do you know? Why, why have they fallen? Too many teams? What's going on with this league? The recruiting is supposed to have been good. Uh, the former head coach, is, of course, didn't have anything to do with it before Rick Patino, but he, he's not well either. really hate that. Uh, he's, he's struggling. And so, you know, it just potentially gone. It's just kind of kind of gone south on them pretty badly. Yeah, I mean, the two marquee teams, Duke, North Carolina. Gone uh, south on, on North Carolina. Yeah, Duke 14 and 6, North Carolina 11 and 9 uh, in the league. The two top teams, uh, Miami and Virginia, which Virginia now has kind of been a staple up there, but even Clemson, and they're – I don't even think they're projected to get in the tournament and they are 14 and 6. So who are those 14 wins against? If you, you're in the ACC and you go 14 I think and 6. borderline. I don't know why Clemson should be getting, you're talking about Clemson? Yeah, they're 14 they and 6 be, in their they league. They should be getting in, I think. I, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Well, now I saw only five ACC teams, uh, yeah. projected to get in. So, you know, I, guess, the AC, I was a little bit surprised that eight are going to get in from the SEC. I had, I had thought six or seven and I was, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. So, so I guess eight up getting in. Anyway, all right, uh, we'll get out. We'll make way for the Gary Harris show. Alabama one. You looking to purchase uh that beautiful home. They had the Fannie Mae home ready first time home buyer program program to help eager buyers get into their first home. Competitor rates, gift funds allowed, down payments as low as three percent. If you already have had a mortgage, it's not your first time. Uh what you was not mine. I'm too old to have my first times, but they helped me. Uh, from start to finish with my mortgage out there. So the mortgage department is outstanding, just like the, uh, the car loan people, the credit card, the people are, are outstanding, which makes Alabama one so, so good. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all their different products and services. All right. The SEC tournament will get started, uh, tomorrow, uh, but two to ACC games. So it is. Uh, March Madness now in the conference tournament. I'm pulling for Cleveland State tonight. Uh, hopefully they'll win their one point on the top of my main man. Uh, Daniel Robinson is the coach out at Daniel, out at, uh, Cleveland State. Great guy. Hope he does, uh, hope he wins the big one tonight. The Gary Harris show is next. We'll keep it locked in. You missed the tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.